Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man, DL Glass. And today, you know, I was sitting around thinking, what do you do when you with it? And what you with ain't it no more. I got that from the Simpsons. <laughs> How you tell her? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I ain't with it no more. <laughs> but, but tonight, I'm thinking from a consumer standpoint. You know, we talked about, you know, <clears throat> rappers aging out. Mm. But what happens when the consumer ages out? Gee. Right. I mean, this happened over and over again. Normally, we start where? At the beginning, right? Absolutely. This time, we're going to start at the end. Okay. And go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Okay. So, we ain't starting with bell bottoms. No, nah, we ain't going to start. <laughs> we ain't going to start with bell bottoms, but we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> now, today, the way that music is today, the way that it's made, um, I would argue that it goes back to when you hear when you hear of a throwback party today. Like we throwing back to the nineties. I remember when throwback parties were the sixties, the seventies, then the eighties. Now they're throwing back to the nineties and the two thousands, the early two thousands. Right. That's throwback music. Well, what's the difference in that music and today? Like to even create the need for a throwback party. That means that today's music has to not be satisfying a certain demand hmm. to create the need for a throwback party. And since people are throwing back, that means something changed. Right. They missed. There's something that they missed that they're not getting today. So we're going to have a throwback party. Hmm. People who are at that throwback party are folks that used to be with it. Right. And what they with ain't it no more. Mm. So with that yeah. intro, with you know, the start the thought process. Well, what's it today? Mm. Today what's it is being a thought. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we're just gonna keep it real. <laughs> um, the majority of female rappers promote sexual promiscuity. Mm-hmm. Um, they speak down on love, right? You know that never found in love with them. You hear that over and over again from these girls. So I say I was spending five hundred before I looked like a fool, right? <laughs> what? Um, what's what's today? What's it? Uh, doing drugs, doing hard drugs. Mm-hmm. That wasn't in, right? Having unprotected sex is in. That wasn't it back in the day. Do they still sell you know, condoms? You, <laughs> they still sell them. <laughs> God. But nobody's promoting condom usage. Right. Um, being sweet towards a woman. Hmm. Um, you know, like when you think about 90s and 2000s, when you, if you're going to throw back to that era, this is the youngest generation that is – Looking for throwbacks. Right. They're trying to throw back to an era when you could dedicate a song to somebody on the radio. They're trying to throw back to an era 
where the female artists were role models. Mm-hmm. Good role models. Right. You think about 90s, you know, any of them chicks from the 90s. You know, let's take, um, like, even if we go all the way up to Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Ashanti didn't make any songs about how, how wet her stuff was. Mm-hmm. Not, not, you know, raw. Right. right. She, um, you know, um, they were still talking about, you know, being cute and sweet. It was a certain level of innocence that was lost. Mm-hmm. So those people who like that music, today's music is not satisfying them. Right. Right. So if you're in that age group, well, you're longing for, like, even a Nelly and cats like that, mm-hmm. that, that fun type of sound, you know, dudes used to rap about their white T-shirts. Hmm. Like, that's a long time ago now. Absolutely a long time ago. To go back to the the women part, I remember um, when Lil' Kim came out with her raunchy raps. It was such a blow, like, whoa. Right. But I'm going to turn it down if certain people come. Now, my P. Every song, like Lil' Kim... She did, uh, what was the name of that song? Big Mama Thing. Right. I used to be scared of the, now I take lips to the, handle it like right. a real Heather Hunter, Janet Jack me, take it in the butt. That's every woman now. That's every woman now. Oh, girl said a thing red in her booty hole brown. Why, why, why do I get a phone call in the middle of? It's important, man. No, it's not. <laughs> Now, you heard what I said, though. Yeah. She so, said it's, it's red, it's pink. Right. We're, we're at the raunchiest state ever mm. right now. Yes. And if you grew up on music that was happening 15 years prior, it wasn't that raunchy. Right. And you are now in the place your parents used to be. Right. Absolutely. They don't want to admit it. Yeah. Because some of these people just in their 30s. Mm-hmm. And they still feel like they with it. <laughs> right. But when they leave the house, they're not going to let dudes do the stuff that these girls talk about to them. Right. That's for these late teens, early 20s. Mm. They, they promoting this lifestyle. Hmm. And every step along the way, Every eight to ten years or so, a change happens hmm. that take you out of your comfort zone with this music. What's next? I don't know what's next. <laughs> what can be next? But we're gonna we're gonna rewind. Now this same era that people are throwing back to the nineties and two thousands. That's when that's the era when lyricism. Wasn't such a big deal anymore. Hmm. And the people before that that wanted you to throw back to the 80s, they wanted to hear lyrics. Mm-hmm. They wanted, they felt like the craft was taken more seriously. It was more hip hop, it was more sample based before then. Right. 
But what you was with went out the window during the, the era of Nelly and Shanti and all of them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. The 90s made you stop dancing. It, it happened by by the late 90s. Yeah. You know, the dance part was out because the tempo had slowed down. Right. Now, I said we we're going to start, you know, today. But let's let's go back. Now, now we're going to skip back. Okay. And we're going to talk about how these separations started happening and when they started happening. Mm-hmm. Okay? When hip-hop came, you know, we still celebrating 50 years, so a lot of what we're talking about is, is talking about the span of hip-hop. Um, the early days of hip-hop, what they were doing was a was a, an offense to the people that came before them. Mm-hmm. Entertainers before them, they had learned how to sing. They all dressed alike. And, you know, a performance was different than cutting and scratching records and talking on the mic. And they weren't with that. And here comes hip-hop. Something different is for young people and anybody over the age of 25 or 30. Hmm. They weren't with that. <laughs> right. Because they came out in the era of, I'm going to the club. I'm putting on my church clothes. Yes, sir. Shirt hanging in the back seat. <laughs> and all of a sudden, hip-hop happens. Mm-hmm. They go to the club in sneakers. Right. Dancing on the floor. Hmm. What is this? <laughs> Hit the voice, man. <laughs> what, is, what is this? Y'all, y'all come to a club messing things up. Everybody dancing around on the floor. Got sneakers on. What is this? I ain't with this. And those people who did that, this the generation of huh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Absolutely. But little did they know <laughs> it was gonna change before you knew it. Right. Right. And when it changed, what is this? The DJ ain't cutting up, this ain't no disco track going. <laughs> they ain't said huh or huh or none of that stuff. They just rapping. Right. On on some electronic drums. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Things change and those people as consumers were no longer satisfied with the direction things were going. Mm-hmm. Melly Mel has always kind of been, you know, I don't think he's ever been satisfied with the direction hip hop was going after it left his era. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he's a prime example of this type, you know, he's an artist. But the, there were plenty of consumers in that age group too. Yes, who who were there? That they're seventeen years old. If you're seventeen years old, nineteen seventy two. Hmm. Do you like the direction hip hop is going? When when it's nineteen eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, right? But to the people who love that era, that era started to end around ninety three. I think Wu Tang was kind of the end of that era, the golden age, mm-hmm. where you had the the you know the samples, cutting and scratching, all that stuff, the emphasis on lyricism. Well, I think that um, 
those people that you were talking about, you know, 17, 18, around the early 70s when hip-hop finally started getting commercialized a little bit, mm-hmm. a lot of them, they left when that era left, you know, because they didn't even make it to the Wu-Tangs and right. all of that stuff. Because it no longer satisfies right. what right. you into. Because they still had a little bit of that disco in them. Yes, yes. That's a little bit of the, you know, these people didn't just grow, they didn't grow up on hip-hop music. Right. They grew up on R&B. Right. Hip-hop incorporated R&B. When hip-hop became its own thing, those people, Mm -hmm. the fans, you lost a certain portion of the fans. Absolutely. I was surprised at that because I was like, you around that age and hip-hop is so new around that age and I can't even have a hip hop conversation with a lot of those people because they were detached. Like you said, they were still used to the R and B and the soul. And you music. and you gotta remember this is the era we're talking about where it was such a New York art form that mm. a lot of people from seventy three to nineteen eighty, mm-hmm. you know, or even nineteen eighty three. Seventy three to eighty three. Mm-hmm. Anybody who was involved and who liked hip hop that wasn't from New York, hip hop wasn't there. Everything. Yes. Hip hop was just part of the other stuff that they listened to. Right. So they were still digging Luther Vandross mm-hmm. and war and all these other records too. Roy Ayers, parliament funkadelic. Right. They liked all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then hip hop too. Mm-hmm. By the eighties, you could just be strictly a hip hop fan. Mm. And you don't even have to get involved with the R and B. Right. Right. If you know, outside of New York. Right. So all of a sudden, they were with it, and what they with ain't it no more. Hmm. Wu Tang, I think, was the end of an era. And the next level, like what's what's coming next? Um, you know, the West Coast started having a bigger influence, right? You know, it's not like they weren't already on the scene, mm-hmm. but you know, you have artists who are just as big in the genre as artists from New York. Yes, and that hadn't happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, hip hop starting to go national. And that national influence creates different sounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start getting a little bit of noise from the South. Mm-hmm. And they make music differently. Right. And as people embrace that through the mid to late 90s, mm-hmm. people who are with that hardcore New York sound, they hate the sound of hip hop all the time anymore. Right. I, which I would say is why Jay Z was able to to reign supreme for so long. Right. He was a master of the art form mm-hmm. during an era when the art form was leaving his home. Right. Right. And he gave you he gave you what you were missing. Right. And new people liked him, plus the purists or the, the people from the golden era. Mm-hmm. So he had both fans, but a lot of people, you know, like people were starting to say, man, I can't deal with this new stuff. This is Master P's coming out during this time. 
And let's see what I'm saying. Yeah, let's not forget. Like, yeah, we got the NWA and the Ice Cubes. But when that tall Negro from Long Beach dropped, he changed it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a game changer. Yeah, man. Snoop was a game changer. Yes, sir. You know, and which brought us the DJ Quicks Mm -hmm. and the Mac Dre's. Right. And all these other cats. You know, too short headed and too short and iced tea had always been around. But for these dudes to be national right now was a wake up call. Yes, sir. And consumers, the consumer base started changing again. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Dre Dre, that that's that's part of the reason why I consider Dre so great is because he, he did that. Dr. That, Dre. Yeah, with that album. You know, with that that doggy style album. Dr. Dre is has been able to produce something relevant in each one of these eras. Right. You right. know, he's he's different. Other mm-hmm. people cannot cannot keep up. Yeah. But here you have three levels of consumers that already aged out of hip hop. Yeah. And we just by the nineties, by the by the mid nineties, hmm. the people that birthed it. Grew up on cutting and scratching and performing in the group fashion at clubs. Mm-hmm. There's no place for them mm-hmm. by the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. And then if you came up on that sample bass joint and you're sitting there trying to write clever lyrics and tell great stories like a Slick Rick, mm-hmm. Dana Dane, cats like that, they're gone by the mid-90s. Right. And that style of music isn't where it's at anymore. Right. You know, Hip-hop is about the party, but it's not the same type of party. It's not an up-tempo disco party. It's a, it's a strictly, it's something. You know what I'm saying? Puff Daddy cleaned it up. It's right. not raw, and, and and it doesn't sound like it's from the basement anymore. Right. You know, hip-hop went corporate. Mm-hmm. And now you lost another group of people. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, you know... Over. So then that goes on through the 90s. But even during that era now, you still have a huge New York influence. Yes. So you're keeping New York listeners involved. People like Puffy, Cam, uh, Jay-Z, The Locks. Nas. Nas. They're all hot. Right. But then you get to the, the late 2000s, and here comes Soldier Boy. <laughs> Right, early two thousands, really. The Soldier Boy dropped what? Oh four, oh three. I think 04. it was like oh six, oh seven. Thought it was before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I even mean, though Master way. P, Master P had already infiltrated the game. Right. But the South is about to take things over, mm-hmm. and New York artists just not They're struggling. And now you lose that crowd. Right. I think on a national is- level. There were Nas gave us foresight on it when he tried to do his thing with the firm and Dr. Dre because that was like him trying to stay afloat uh, by going outside of that New York sound, right? But it didn't, yeah, you, you <laughs> saw what happened with that, yeah, yeah. Every you know, right, every effort to change with the times doesn't always resonate with the people, absolutely, you know, but. 
I'm saying all this to say that no matter what age you are, you always feel like you're in the midst of of what's important, mm-hmm. and you you're on top of everything. What you like will go out of style one day. Absolutely. And it's historically has happened over and over and over again. Now, do you think it's happening more uh, faster now? I don't know. Like, wherever we are right now, like, um, we started entering this, like, you know, let's start with the Soldier Boy era. All of a sudden... You know, hip hop was, you know, they were doing all these dance. They had snap music right, and right. and you know, it was led even stuff like Silento, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay. You know, this this <laughs> right, is an era. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The, That's the, the, name the of dancing the, era. Yeah, that's the dude's name. I never knew that. I so, stopped listening to the radio during the snap music era. So I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I can right. Say that. See, you see like, what I'm saying? I, you stopped listening yes. during that era because guess yeah. what? Because your era was the one previous. Absolutely. You see what I mean? Yep. Yep. My era, my core era, yeah. was the one previous to that. Right. Right. But I happened yeah. to be on the radio during the era that you that you loved. So you had to stomach it. Well, it wasn't that like like a lot of stuff was still coming out that I really like. Okay, you know, as a DJ though, like I don't go to I don't DJ a lot of clubs now because clubs are for the young young people. Mm-hmm. I like DJing parties sponsored by and paid for by people closer to my age range, mm-hmm. so I can play the music I love. Gotcha. gotcha. I put more energy into that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to give you the same thing out of a set with Sexy Red and Megan Thee Stallion in it. It's funny you say that. I'm gonna, then I'm going to give you, if yeah. we're talking about some EPMD, right. Eric, you know, Eric B. and Rakim, or even Wu-Tang, mm-hmm. Biggie, Nas, Tupac. Right. You know, I felt differently about those records when they came out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I do hear stuff I like now, I'm well aware that it's not going to be what all the young people are going to love. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. So I'm, yeah. And I know what they want to hear. Yeah. But can I play that for four hours straight? And, and will I enjoy it? No, I don't. That's a nightmare. Yeah. And sit there and play that mess for four hours straight. Right. So, you know. Even as a DJ, you know, my time mm-hmm. for the young people has come and gone. I stayed there for a long time. Yes. You know, I stayed in front of them for 20 years. Yeah. Well, but now it's, now it's, yeah, but you got yeah. some DJs that can still do it. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, you know, it just depends on what you like and how interested you are in the sound of today. And the sound of today is always changing. Today will be tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Before you know it. You see what I'm saying? It'll be something right, else. Right, right. But that's that's the thing. Like, you become your parents faster than you realize. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when Run DMC, uh, I used to listen to Run DMC, and I remember my, my mom said, hey, oh, bumpity bump, they ain't doing nothing but talking. That's not because her era was the Temptations. Right. right. You know, and cats like that, she come from the Motown era. Mm-hmm. But 
her parents probably like that ain't Duke Ellington. Right. <laughs> Cab Calloway was the man. Yeah. I don't know who this Marvin Gaye think he is. You right. see what I'm saying? <laughs> Sensual healing. What's Sensual, that? Right, yeah. right. So <laughs> so through and every step along the way, like no matter where you are in this, your time is coming. Yes. Your time is coming. Everything you love. And I see people struggling to be with things that are beyond them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, especially being in Greensboro. Um, in Greensboro, you stay young for a long time because of the college scene. If you want to go out and do something, you're going to do it with young people mm-hmm. most of the time. Right. Right. You know, and the young people had a little bit older mind because they had to mingle with older people. Mm-hmm. So they were forced to get a dose of the throwbacks in their stuff too because – the party guy and everybody in there from 18 to 40. Right. But you get to other areas and 18 to 24 or 25 is all there together. Right. You know, then the 25 to 30 got their own thing, 25, 35, and then the older people split off into their little groups. Mm-hmm. And they don't intermingle. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, you feel like you're always going to be on top. You feel like you're on top of the world, and <laughs> and the stuff you love is never going to change. Right, right. Like, I, I was throwing, playing something by Jay-Z the other day, talking about, I don't wear skinny jeans because my knots don't fit. Right. <laughs> well, guess what happened for the next 10 years? Everybody was wearing skinny jeans. Yes. <laughs> but he, he stood his ground. I'm not with that. Right. Just like auto-tunes. Right? You see what I'm saying? Yep. And that was another change. The skinny jeans era came in. Mm-hmm. And when the skinny jeans era came in, all you baggy clothes wearing folks. Done. They were done. They're like, I yeah. can't, I can't do it. It's hard enough to find them now. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. You know, but you still go out sometimes, you see dudes with a jersey on and big baggy <laughs> stuff and a big baseball cap. I be laughing at him. Hey man, <laughs> I always say that you can tell, you can kind of figure out somebody's age by looking at what they stick with, or they just got out. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, bro, he, he just got out. Yeah, he had to." Yeah, but, but that's but that's that's what what it is. Is the last time you look at yourself as being cool? That's the style you're gonna stick with for the rest of your life. That's why when we were well into the 90s, you go out, yeah. some people wouldn't let go of their jerry curl. Yeah. <laughs> follow the and drip, then, follow the And then you go out a little bit later, you see an old man with gray hair who still got a flat top. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You see you what I'm see saying? Because right the, yeah. the last time that he was keeping up with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he did it well into 35 years old, still wearing a flat top like teenagers. Yeah. I'm still cool, dog, on it. <laughs> Well, everybody else stopped doing that. They braid their hair. He's like, I ain't with that. <laughs> Some things never go because I, I seen a couple cats walking around with the slits in their eyebrows. Young boys. Well, that went away. It just came back. Yeah, That's all it did. You see what I'm saying? And, and the same thing with skinny jeans. Like, the era of skinny jeans is coming to a close. People going back baggy again. But you know what? There's going to be there's somebody that's about 35 or 40 right now. <laughs> And they still saying, "Well, I'm still, I'm still cool," and they're gonna wear skinny jeans 
till till they're about 55, 60 years old. No. You wait. I promise you. <laughs> no. They're going to do it. No. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it because the last time they were cool and with it, <laughs> skinny jeans was happening. So they're going to stick with their skinny jeans. <laughs> people don't like to change. At a certain point, people don't like to change. Right. Which leads me to get to this part. Same thing with rappers. They try to keep up with everything that's going on, and then they get to a point where it's like, look, this is, it is what it is, and this is what I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm not changing no more. Right. Right. You know, Jay-Z, Jay-Z was able to, to roll with the times, but mm-hmm. he's not going to drop anything that, that's slightly reminiscent of anything happening today. Right. He's not going to drop a tune with Stacey Red. Nah. Drake's been hanging on. He's been able to, you know, he's yeah. like, I'm still, because he's, he's still, he's on the last part of his coup right now. Yes. Yes. But I think the next, whatever this thing turns into next, yeah. this might be his last stand. It is, because the young folks call him old now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, interesting enough, I saw um, LL Cool J. Uh-huh. Take shots at Jay-Z. <laughs> Two shots at Jay-Z for what? Because he he made reference to Jay-Z not performing no more. But not putting out new music. And he was like, I'm doing it, so why can't you do it? And I was like, um, stop. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me tell you something. That's like, if I hit the lottery, you think I'm DJing another party? I've been right. DJing all my life just about, and I love DJing. Yeah. But the only, I, I, I will say this. I would DJ something else. It's mm-hmm. going to be free and for fun. <laughs> for fun, right, right. Because I want to. Yeah. <laughs> DJ for money? <laughs> what's the point? You know, what's the point? Yeah. And that's where Jay-Z is. What's the point yeah. of him trying to be relevant? All he could do now is ruin his legacy. That's it, really. Yeah. There's no. There's nothing left to accomplish. Yeah. That, that's all he can do. Yeah. You know, just sit back and chill and be the GOAT. Right. Yeah. You got nothing to gain by coming out here trying to prove your relevance to today's artists. No, never. I mean, LL just dropped, um, like, the, the new stuff he dropped is dope. But we watched LL come from, like, LL was able to roll with, with the changes. And then he got to that point. Head sprung. Probably around here sprung. <laughs> and what yeah. he has done since then has not been a deviation from the hair sprung era. He can't leave it. <laughs> like, what is he going to rap about? I mean, it's not even about what you're going to rap about. The style and everything yeah. is like that was that was the the apex of his evolution. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. I'm giving y'all hair sprung. I'm rocking with Timberland. He's the hottest producer out. Boom. Mm-hmm. I gave you something. Right. Well, you got to think, this dude start out, my radio, believe me, I like it loud, <laughs> talking about his boom box. Right. So he rolled with the punches and changed as he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. The music went from the drum machines of the early Def Jam, Rick Rubin, style of production. Mm-hmm. He went through the sample era. Mm-hmm. He did all that. And then he linked up with the hottest producer at the time when he was on the end of his coup. Mm-hmm. And that's what you still get. 
Yeah. Nah, it's the same way. Yeah, because, you know, all Hip Boy did was recreate the 90s for Nas. Right. In a in a, a, a faster way. Right. And That's the stuff it. Nas was doing, like, you know, um, towards the end, it ain't the same things coming out with halftime yeah. back in the day. Right. But, you know, he rolled with the punches as long as he could. And then he got to the point, like, man, I ain't changing no more. Right. This is me. Yeah. I'm with this right here. The last, that's his flat top. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's his Jerry curl. He got it. And I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Ice Cube. Ice Cube evolved a lot through the years. Yes, absolutely. You know, he went through many phases. Lil Wayne went through a lot of phases. Mm-hmm. But once they reach a certain point in their evolution, the changing stops. Right. Right. This is who I am. I'm not going past here. Right. You know? Just like Gucci. Like I keep throwing his name out there. Hey, <laughs> well. He he's still the same Gucci. Still the same Gucci. Yeah. No matter who young, old, it don't it doesn't matter who he's on the track with. Right. Three Six Mafia. Gucci. Yeah. Right. Juicy J. You know, think about Lil John. Mm. Lil John has has been around for a long time. But you can't you know, even say Lil John. You get to a point, yeah, and it's like, look, man, there's no more evolution in my sound. He, he got to a certain place, right? And this, you know, buck stops here. Yeah. Everything you get from now on is not gonna go. I'm not gonna reiterate myself or come in no brand new version mm-hmm. anymore. This is it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm telling you to all you consumers out there who are with it today. One day what you wit will not be it anymore. <laughs> right. And I think we kind of see that a lot more nowadays with uh, somebody like Kanye West, who's always looking to reinvent himself. He stopped He stopped evolving too. Yeah. At a certain I, point. And he, he went through mad evolutions. Yes. I, I think he's trying something new now. Damn, this nigga ain't walking around barefoot right now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And I think that's a part of his recreation. That's what I'm saying. I think it's coming. We saw Pharrell do it, too. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's been through several. We've we've had several versions of Pharrell. Absolutely. Through the years. From Rump Shaker to now. But now, you know, this is what it is, man. Right. Right. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, there's no more evolution. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I give um, uh, Charlie Wilson was able to do it. R. Kelly was able to do it for him. <laughs> but but him going to him right. getting that production Absolutely. is him saying, hey, man, what I did with the Gap Band is not it anymore. Right. But once he became Uncle Charlie, that was the end Charlie. of the evolution. He's still Uncle Charlie. Last name There's not going to be a... Uh, uh, Polo G version of Charlie Wilson. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's he, not going to come R. out Kelly with the Drake sound. He was. Right. Like, it, it was a point that, you know, that style was done. So, great artists can, can yeah. evolve and stay in the game, but even they can only stick around but so long because as you age and mature, mm-hmm. you get to a point where you're just not going to keep around trying to keep up with whatever – Fad and trans 15, 16-year-olds right. on top of. 
Absolutely. Uh, eventually, it will always get to a point where that's that's beneath me now. I'm a grown ass man. Right. Right. And we seen a lot of people get there. Mm-hmm. So Damn. which which gets to where we are today. Um let's say if where we are today, the people that helped get us here the 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 era right before them, would you argue that it is um, you know, Rick Ross, mm-hmm. um Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. uh Drake. Yeah. Drake, he's still here, but yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. but yeah, like the type of music that they were making is not what's happening today. Right, right. Even the artists who 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 don't put out as much music, like Kendrick Lamar, he, he I don't see him going away from what Kendrick Lamar was ten years ago. Right, and and Nicki Minaj even absolutely she's 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 on the end of her cool. Mm-hmm. But she's still able to mm-hmm. set foot in there, mm-hmm. jump on songs here and there. Mm-hmm. But she's not what she was when she came out. Right. She has evolved. Even, but is she going to keep riding on evolving to this next thing? No. You no. know, she, she's evolved to this point right. to be able to still be relevant right now. Mm-hmm. And look at some of the artists who came after them, like your Kodak Blacks, Lil Dirk. Like they, they, there's only it's only a matter of time for Twenty One right. Savage, Kodak Black, Lil Durk, all these cats gonna be yesterday. My young boy just told me they they old. They old already. He's 11, he's 11, 12 years old, and he's not listening to uh, YFN. Uh, forgive me if I'm saying his name. No, um, Melly, whatever his name is. Uh, FN. He just got Indian jail. No, but he has a little brother. Who is like 14, 15 years old, who's doing oh, music wow. now, who he's paying attention. And I would have never known about his little brother if this little 12 year old didn't tell me. He was like, I don't listen to him because I was like, why you listen to this game bag? I just heard the alphabets in the beginning of his name. And he was like, it's not him, it's his little brother. I was mm. like, his little brother. <laughs> so, you know, right. Like, that, that's what right. I said. Do you think it's happening faster? Because, like, I don't think it's any faster. Yeah. But I do know this, that huge radio success mm-hmm. today, like back in the day, it meant that the artist was at the top and probably getting ready to stick around for a while. Yeah, when, you, when you're huge on the radio now, like these people have been around for years right. already. Yes. You know, 21 Savage on the radio now, he's, he's already been around for years. Yeah. And... The radio doesn't break music like it used to. The radio plays stuff after it's already created a buzz and been through the hood and all mm-hmm. that. So they're not breaking music. So by these artists that are on the radio all the time are not the next artists anymore. Right. TikTok breaking them now. <laughs> it's Ice Spice. Right. Like, yeah. Like, no matter what. Now, now Ice Spice is somebody like, she could possibly evolve. Like, we've been watching Lotto. Lotto has evolved already mm-hmm. a few times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's moving through the. Right. She's moving through her evolution. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a time she'll get a certain age. She'll be like, look, I'm doing this long enough. I'm not going to keep right on changing into whatever's hot today. But it might be next year. Could be. It might be December of this year. If Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> or her ever put something out, she's going to be yesterday. Yes. Yes. You know, Cardi B has evolved. 
yes. since since Bodak Yellow came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the Migos evolved. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. She evolved into a more well-rounded artist. In that regard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you that. As yeah. as has Ice Spice, I think. And I I got to put Coyle Ray in there. She's evolved. Lotto. That's why I put Lotto in there. Like, when you go from making Strictly Hood records and they get you in there with some other producers mm-hmm. and you get national hits. Mm-hmm. You you've experienced an evolution. Like these are songs that these girls, whoever was at their original circle, mm-hmm. would not have put these records out initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you know there's some ever you know they they're evolving in the game, but that radio success is takes them away from their core audience. Mm-hmm. And they're one step further away from the cool kids. Hmm. Cool kids tell you who's coming up next. Right. Right. They don't care about who's hot right now because by the time you're hot right now, you're old in the hood already. Right. You ain't never lie. That's the biggest thing about about the way they train today. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening... You're getting older, and it comes up on you faster than you realize. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, so everybody right now that's running around talking about, you know, the booted hole brown, <laughs> all of that stuff. Yeah. Ten years from now, <laughs> your kids will be looking like, you still talking about your booted hole brown? <laughs> Don't nobody do that no more. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Hey, you on that old 2023, man. Get out of here talking about some more. Yeah. This dude's still, this girl is still talking about her booty hole brown. How old are you? <laughs> it's coming. Yes, sir. It will happen to you. Right. Damn. Just as fast as went out the door. <laughs> booty hole brown is it can't stick around forever. Yeah. Damn. But that's what everybody is right now. Everybody want to be nasty and raunchy as ever. And there is an expiration date on everything. Mm-hmm. So before you know it, you'll be like, this girl, like, there's going to be an AR one day, an a and mm-hmm. You know this girl still sending me tapes when she's trying to be a whore. <laughs> ain't, nobody, ain't nobody buying whore records no more. Shit. <laughs> the, the, the AI is going to be writing it anyway. <laughs> That, that's the crazy part. And uh, Three Six Mafia, the great Three Six Mafia, hypnotized minds was more than what you thought. <laughs> because that's how this whole thing is being controlled. You know, we're just seeing the early stages of it right now. But this this thing is going to have it. So whatever they say and whoever they is, is going to be what right. everybody's walking around all this vibe music that's gonna go away too, like um, yeah, like right now music is boring. Yes. It's short. Songs are short. Two minute songs. Like that's that's just a trend. It's just like everything yeah. else. There'll come a time like man, this dude's just showing up with two minute song, <laughs> right? And you're gonna be like two minutes. You believe them song? You remember back in the in 2020s when dudes making songs that were two minutes long? Right. Why would he stop that time? Right. It, and it, it'll be over before you know it. Yeah. 
skinny jeans, you watch. Well, that like I said, they're already on the way out the door. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't honestly see them that much anymore. Right. I know you see a lot more kids than I do. I I don't really see it anymore. No, nah, no, nah, they moving on. They're they going back to baggy. Hmm. I did notice something because I drive past a high school almost every day. Uh, a lot of the girls that I see look just like Aaliyah. Right. That, Coming that back. top and the mm-hmm. baggy jeans. Now you, you can go back and look at the old picture of the Temptations. The suits they used to wear, that's what was in style five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the short pants. Short pants. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ankles showing. Yeah. Skinny pants. Right. Right. You know, now baggy's coming back. Hmm. You know, things, hey, like I said, what you with ain't always going to be it. Damn. Oh, um, one thing a part of the, the, the culture that has never left, and that just shows you how of a, uh, how much of an impact it had, was Jordans, the Jays. Jays never left. You're right, but which yeah. Jays is the thing? The like, retros. Right, like, right, now I'm talking about the, the ones, for example. Yeah, man. I can remember a time when nobody wore ones. Right. And now, now, now they hot. I remember, yes. you know, like the the first throwback Jays that I remember everybody really rocking was like the threes when they start throwing it back. Retro. Everybody was retro in the threes. Don't say throwbacks. With well, Jays. well, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. I used to. The, right. That was the first shoot I saw re released. Right, everybody right. was rocking again. Hell yeah! And like was that late '90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s? Like, ooh, the threes are back. Mm-hmm. But you know, but now every you everywhere you turn. It's the ones again. Yeah. All different flavors and colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a this is a wake up call to all you young people. Message. <laughs> Message. <laughs> you won't be young forever. Yeah. And and to everybody that hates this era, this era changed too. Yeah. You know? Like right now hip hop is not selling like it used to. Mm. They said it hasn't been a number one hip hop album all year, and they're canceling shows because of low ticket sales. Right, but that goes back to you're trying to sell tickets to people who come from an era where you had to entertain them. Mm. You're not entertaining them; they're not buying tickets. Right, and the people who are with this don't have money, mm-hmm. so the people who you can just show up for and, and rap over over a track. Over the original song, mm-hmm. like they 15, 16 years old. They're not paying for a ticket. Right, right. See what Beyonce did? She's selling tickets because she's mm. performing. Absolutely. And she's performing for people that come from an era mm-hmm. where they had to be entertained to spend their money. Absolutely. And, yeah, she's fucking selling tickets. And she's, she's winning. Right, right. Now... That's what the performance is for. Mm-hmm. When it comes time for her to make new music, she's still able to evolve. Oh, yeah. The last time she dropped was another evolution for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Wasn't like me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. Always something new. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. She'll get yeah. to she'll she'll get to her Diana Ross moment. Yeah. You know, I, I compare Beyonce to Diana Ross. Diana Ross came from Supremes. Beyonce fair. came from the Destiny's Child. Right. They were divas. Mm-hmm. That's and, fair. And 
and Diana Ross was able to get away from the type of music the Supremes made, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, she was huge for a long time, mm-hmm. and she changed with the times. Right. And then at the certain point, it's like, look, man, I'm not going to be Mary J. Blige out here, though. Right. And there'll come a time when Beyonce's not going to try to keep up with whatever's going on anymore. Mm-hmm. She hasn't reached that point, though, yet. Shit, I don't even see Beyonce keeping up with. I, I see her as a creating. Yeah, she still, but but a lot mm-hmm. of that is because she still has huge influence. Mm-hmm. But that influence ain't going to last forever. Right. right. You know? Right. So, you know, use it while she has it. And a lot of it, she still looks good. She still looks young. Mm-hmm. She can, you know, she can still relate. Right. But, you know, Beyonce is not a young woman. Right. Right. She's about the same age Tina Turner was when she came back with her comeback, uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm-hmm. Stage, and Tina Turner was able to do it. Yeah. What's Love Got to Do With It is nothing like Shake a Tail Feather. Right. You got to evolve. But even Tina Turner, she did that all up to the 90s, and then she was like, okay. I'm done. I'm done. Right. Beyonce right. get reached that point, too. Mm-hmm. And she got such a catalog now, she can perform for the rest of her life, and people still. Cause I've seen Beyonce live. Yeah. And I'm also a dude that's seen Patti LaBelle live. Okay. And the OJs, okay. cats like that. Mm-hmm. She puts on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Parliament Funkadelic live. Okay. You know, so Beyonce is, you know, she puts on a real show. But I've also seen. You know, some younger artists go out here and drop the ball. Mm, yeah. You know, they don't they don't perform the same way. They, they don't take it seriously. Right, right. Right. So Beyonce is giving them what they want. Mm-hmm. So she can get people from the young people who like her latest stuff mm-hmm. all the way to the oldest of us because she's putting on a show. Right. right. A real show. And she can really sing. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. <clears throat> you used to have to be able to sing. Yeah. And it, and if like we talked about hip hop fans, but as a fan of R and B, you used to mm-hmm. demand that your R and B singers be able to sing. Right. We don't want to hear you singing with the track. So now you got cats like um uh who's high right now, Scissor. Yeah. Uh Summer Walker. Summer Walker. She, they, Usher's they still get, hot. <laughs> hey, but they, but they get yeah. Scissor and Summer Walker have gotten some flack for their live performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You see what I mean? Right. So they don't satisfy mm-hmm. people who are fans of R and B when R and B singers had to really be able to sing. Mm. They're a product of this new generation of music. Mm-hmm. But the computer give me that little boost you need. Giving you that boost, it sounds good on record, but right live, you know, you had to be able to do it live back in the day, and you don't have to do that now. Mm-hmm. So people who used to like that, right, they're backing out. Right, I can't do it. Yeah, Scissor's cool, right. Summer Walker's cool, but I seen them live, and I, I've seen um, Escape live. Yes. Like, and you would think that they're just a group of girls that put together that can't sing. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it ain't nothing like uh, Escape. They sound great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know, you thinking about cutting me bad back in the day. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah. No. Nah, nah. They 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 try to show up boys to men. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> These right. dudes, they they were they were serious. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these folks saying today, you know, who oh, you gonna put? Um, what's your boy's name? Um, Rod Wave. You gonna yeah. put Rod Wave on stage with yeah. with with none of these other artists? Like mm-hmm. Chris Brown is probably the last of that era, right? Right. Breezy, right? Chris Brown and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That's the the end of the performing artist mm-hmm. who will put on a show for you. Mm-hmm. That's still making, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah uh, everybody has a studio performers. Right. Right. So, so you know, I guess we ended by saying, hey, man, if you're enjoying this music right now, you better get it in. <laughs> because before you know it, what you with ain't gonna be it no more, mm. and you'll be sounding like your mom and daddy. How they sound? How they sound? <laughs> what is all this bumpity bump? <laughs> you ain't even R and B. That ain't rhythm and blues. They ain't even saying. <laughs> she ain't even singing. All she just uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that ain't singing. Yeah. Singing is Patty LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Now she could sing. Sing. Fantasia. Where's Fantasia? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? So enjoy yourself now, kids. Your time is coming too. Hmm. You be like, she she ain't even telling me what color her booty hole was. What is this? How <laughs> do I don't even how she gonna perform? I ain't never seen her hind part. She ain't even squatting or twerking nothing. What is this? How she she calls herself a rapper? She ain't even gave no good head on the song. Right. <laughs> Damn. What is what is this? He done came out. He ain't got no devil stuff on his shirt. <laughs> ain't no horns. No satanic rituals. What's going on? All that stuff is going to be over with. Right. So your time is coming. Just like our time came. Over. Yep. But guess what, though? I'm working. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still working. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I ain't playing no sexy red where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I might. Yeah, but see, that's going to be embarrassing for me. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to look at it. But I, I know, I know. They asked for it. You know, I, I know, I know, I know, but they asking for it. They asking for it. That's what right. I had to do when I play that stuff. I never heard the song. I just hear them talk about it. Oh, good. Well, don't, don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah. I try not to because time is valuable, man. Yeah, you can't get it back. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to wrap it up. Um, yes, sir. It's Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J. Long time, my main man. DL Glass. Trying to stay on top of things. But it's okay to get tired. <laughs> <laughs> 
15, 20 years from now, as a big dude walking around, he's still going to have a great big Rick Ross beard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to have painted black all on his face. Oh, God. And everybody going to look at him and be like, man, this dude still walking around yeah, with that black ass beard. Yeah. <laughs> Your time coming too. Oh God. <laughs> just know that. I'm just hey, I'm trying to warn you ahead of time. Right. You know, what you with ain't always gonna be it. But you're gonna stick with it. Cause you're 35, 40 years right now. You ain't gonna change to the next thing. You're gonna be rocking that Beijing bid. Yeah, I know. So do you. <laughs> and we out. That's it. <laughs>